Hi, everyone. You're listening to the webtalkradio.net, and you're here with the girlfriends. I'm Shauna Montgomery. I'm here with Whitney Lasky. Hi. And my sister, Shelly Farley MacArthur, is out of town. She went to California to see the new baby. Yay, baby Vivian. Yeah, seven pounds of great love, so... That's exciting, and I we've got so much to talk about today, but I first have to say, I'm so glad you're back. You took your big trip. Yeah, well, it, it turned out to be a longer trip than I expected because of the weather, and this is the second time in the last six weeks that I have had to do planes, trains, and automobiles. That's right. Whitney was, she went to see her father, surprised him on his birthday. Which was so fun. And he broke down in tears, which is so endearing. I've never seen him cry, ever. And uh, it was, I think it just made his whole, he was trying to forget that it was his birthday, and it just kind of made his whole day. And I know, and it's just those little things, you know, it's not the big gift and all that, but just to go out there and see him, I mean, that was really nice. And you know what's weird, too, is like how often, well, you do a lot, but I don't often get to be with my parents by myself, like without my sister and her kids or without my kids or, you know, like it was just like one-on-one with them. And um, it was like a totally different experience, you know. It's such quality time. Yeah, it was great. So what did you do that evening? Uh, We went out to dinner. We had a great dinner. The new place opened. um, That was really, it was fun. Where are we? uh, In uh, Naples, Florida. And uh, we went to this Italian place with their friends, and it was really fun. And then we came home and we watched movies on Netflix and we watched this movie called The Sapphires, which was really great. It was about this Aboriginal acapella group of women from Australia, based on a true story in the '60s, who were saying acapella and like went and um, you know entertained the troops in Vietnam. It was a great movie. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be. I did a movie weekend also, which was crazy. Um, we're in the depths of snow here. We've got tons of snow. Well, that, that's that's the other. You know, that was total surprise to me because. Then, you know, I went from Florida to New York to meet my son, Blake, and, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's the fifth worst snowstorm in Chicago. So I went from New- from my uh, from Florida to New York, from New York to D.C. because the snowstorm was headed its way to New York. So I went from Oh, so you kind of bypassed DC. it, though. Yeah. From the Chicago one. But then I got on the D.C. flight to Chicago yesterday, and everybody had thought, I knew like half the plane, because everybody had thought of it. I was like, <laughs> they, you know, so now we know. But yeah, if there's any snow in New York, it always holds up New York. But it must have been super, super bad here. Cause so how, like, oh, it was bad. There's like 15-foot snow drifts. Actually, it wasn't bad. It was actually really fun. It started to snow, and of course, I'm one of these type of people that in the season let it be the season so winter let it snow and let it you know yeah I don't like a mild so anyway it started to snow but it was a really beautiful snow it was a light snow but it just kept coming and coming but I'll tell you what was really bad was the wind the wind made it super super cold and I didn't really realize it because after it snowed the next day I went out and the the the, the main streets are great but it's because of all the plowing Right. Like, let's say if you're in an alley and you have an alley garage. Right. All that plowing. You have six feet of snow, you know, right by your garage door. Right. I the had side a, streets were terrible. Someone come up from the suburbs and plow the alley and our street. Because <laughs> it was so bad and the city didn't do it. 
Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah, no, because it's horrible. Oh, right? you're so funny. The Peapod could not be delivered oh, if I yeah. did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but they, um, I, I felt sorry for those people that had to park out on the street because they're... they're and then <laughs> unbury their cars. Yeah, they really, and a lot of them are still just sitting there. It's also really special when people shovel their cars out and then they think they have like proprietary access to that space. So they put like, you know, cones and Mm -hmm. lawn furniture, chairs, chairs, brooms. Like, okay, that still doesn't belong to you because you spent the time on shoveling your car. But supposedly we're in Chicago right now. We're supposed to be getting two more inches tonight and then two more inches tomorrow. But we basically have it under control. You know, it's interesting when I think about the snow, you know, it's all about the mayor. It, even in New York, in Chicago, it's about the mayor. Yeah. And people that do, like the mayor of New York, if he does wrong with the snow, he won't be reelected. Well, it was a big If you joke. screw up on the snow, forget it. Yeah, well, they even were, um, one of the greatest things ever, ever. I've always wanted to go to Saturday Night Live. And um, Blake and I went to see Saturday Night Live and it was, got tickets and got tickets from someone who works there, so... God, that's so awesome that you did that. It was like, you know, now, you know, go to the 49th Street entrance and stand under the, you know, marquee, but do not, if anyone asks you why you're there, don't say why you're there. Just say, you know, you're you're there to meet a friend, because we didn't go through any of the normal channels, you know, and I probably shouldn't be saying this on air, but... Um, <laughs> But I Oops. am. Oops. Sorry. And so there's like the, you know, like the standby line. And then there's like the f- people who are like on the floor that are supposed to be going their line. And, you know, I'm starting to get like more and more paranoid, you know. And it's a drug deal. My, yeah, I felt like that. And my son, who's going to be 20 next week, he's like, Mom, chill out. Like, what is your deal? I'm like, I, I, you know, <laughs> I just feel like, and I'm sending like, you know, he's like, wait for a man with dark gray hair that's, you know, with gray hair that's slicked back. He'll come up to you. And so I'm like, I send this, my contact guy, a picture of Blake and I so that his well, man that was with, smart. you know, and uh, this man who came up to us, you know, obviously had worked there for, since the dawn of time for 40 years. And uh, he's like, follow me. And we flew past all the lines and we went right and the very first few jokes they made were about, you know, the mayor there, you know, like, oh, yeah, there's going to be a big snowstorm because there wasn't the last time. It was sort of, you know, like the little boy who cried wolf. But, uh, yeah, it came in yesterday. Well, that was the funny part about it because there was a lot of, on all the talk shows from New York, I don't know, if listeners, if you tuned in to any of them, that was the whole joke because the mayor, he himself got on the airways and said, do not leave your apartment. Do not leave your homes. Keep the streets right. clear. It and so like, everyone thought, well, if the mayor is saying it, then it's for sure it's going it to happen. It was like living in London in World War II. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. it was all over it. And I have to say that, again, I've always, like, you know, I'm a huge Saturday Night Live fan. And just to be there and see how everything operates. Yeah, tell us a little about it. And then to look at the monitors and see the, you know, see everybody, like, in person and then look at the monitors and see what they look like on TV. You know, that was really neat. And then just to see how they execute, you know, the scene changes and Lauren Michaels walking around and making sure everything's okay. And it was just, it was so cool. It like was, during the commercials, it's the sets, are the people the out people there are moving the yeah. sets? And, you know, there's, I mean. So it's really theater. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it just the way they, you know, move those things around and how fast that they have to do it. And then to see how some of the performers, like, they just go, stand on their mark deliver their lines and walk off and then other ones are like interacting with the audience 
like Kenan Thompson, you know, he's like talking to people in the audience and really? you know, singing and laughing. And then other people would just come out and like, you know, didn't waste any energy or effort at all. Right. Just did their thing, went on and came off. And uh, it just, it was really cool. It was really a neat experience. Now, from the start of the, are you in there a longer time than the actual? Oh, yeah. I mean, we got there at 10.30, and we left at, like, 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning, something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, so you're there for a while. So who was your, who was the big guest? J.K. Simmons. He's, uh, I remember from being the dad in Juno, but um, he, uh, oh, yeah. He just, he's nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor um, for a film he's doing right now where he plays, like, the, like, a musical director or something. Um you know, so it was just, I don't know, it was just cool to be able to go. And it was also before the but Super Bowl. But how fun is that? And especially at a great time of year. And It was it was really great. We did a lot of uh, power shopping for Blake, um, just like looking of for course. a winter coat. I don't know. Did Miss Whitney buy anything? Miss Whitney didn't buy anything. I, I did go to Birdorf, uh, a.k.a. the mothership. And uh, I decided, like, I'm going to get some new makeup colors going. So I Ooh, did that fun. for a while. And, did they have uh, all their new spring stuff in? They had a lot of new spring stuff in. Clothes, I don't know. It, besides the fact that, you know, I'm a giant beast right now. Um, I have, so am I. <laughs> I, love, I love the beastly look. I just have no, I don't know. I'm just, clothes are not, it's not exciting to me. Or maybe it's just not spending $2,000 on a pair of pants. I don't know. Well, that was good that you got out and about and you saw some fun stuff. You saw, God, Saturday Night Live is on my bucket list. Oh, never been, great. never have done that. I and, never had either. It you was... know, schlepping the, the streets of New York City for some clothes and stuff. That, it's good stuff that you did that. We hunkered down. And, of course, everybody, I mean, I don't know what it was, but I was so excited this year about the Super Bowl. I... It's weird, Shauna, because I was on a plane from D.C. back to Chicago during the Super Bowl. I made it back home uh, just in time. Oh, no, I was what am I saying? I, was, I watched the Super Bowl in D.C. What am I saying? Crazy. I'm so mixed up and tired right now. Well, I'm sure. Um, yeah, we made it back to the hotel in D.C. to watch the Super Bowl. And just, I don't know if it's because I was in D.C., New England. I don't know what it was, but everybody was so excited about the Patriots. I, I think it was just the fact, this is at least how I felt. There was so much drama beforehand, which, you know, what's better than that for the press and for the hype? I mean, it's not good for the coach and the team. You know, because it was the most watched Super Bowl in history. Did oh, you know that? Yes, I yeah. did know that. They did a lot of the numbers. There's a few things that I thought were different this year. Anyway, I, I just felt that um, the because of the flate gate with the Patriots, it was such a dramatized and you know I, I was so it was the first year that I could not pick a team who I was for because I really, really well I love Tom Brady and I'm a Patriots fan always have been, but because of all this happening. I kind of felt it, it kind of tarnished it at me a little bit, and I wanted the Seahawks because they were a really young team. But then when they were doing all the, they were so much pregame, which you probably didn't catch, but no. there was so much pregame on these guys and their families and what they've done from the Patriot side that I just thought, God, these guys have earned it. Here you have these warriors that have been there, done that, and give it to them one more time because now with the fourth ring. Wow. Um, 
what's the well, quarterback? Tom, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. up there with Terry Bradshaw and Joe Montana. So right. that's so awesome. And he's only been playing. He was the sixth. He was the 199th pick in the drafts. He was in the sixth round of draft picks. Just goes to show. This is his fourth year of playing, and he's, you know, well, and three then, Super Bowl rings. But then you got these Seahawks that are just young and I don't know. Anyway, we watched the show. It was really, really fun. I I have to say the outcome of it was that the Patriots won. And, and that one that one guy at the end, that I'm sorry I can't remember his name, who made the catch. Butler. But, I mean, that kid was like, he He was, was so excited. He didn't know he caught it or if he didn't catch right. it. He it was, was like in a daze. Or he got shot. He, it was, <laughs> he was like, what? He just, it was like, it was, it made it like, I felt so in the moment with that kid. Mm -hmm. I felt like yes. he was so blessed. Like he was only there because there was a bunch of injuries. He was working at Foot Locker, you know. And then I, and I loved, I loved his teammate leaning over and saying, you just won this game. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was so, so, you it, know, it camaraderie just, type thing. It was great. Now, on behalf of the Seahawks, which I really can't believe because I was watching, and the name is slipping me, the running back, and he is the best running back. The Seahawks have a great defense team. But they had this running back that is the best running back in the league. Is he the guy that looks like the dreadlocks, you know? Oh, you're thinking of Richard Sherman. Terminator? Oh, Richard that guy is badass. Yeah, yeah. He looks so cool. I know. Um, they all, did you see him when they were coming coming into First the stadium? All, those Patriots have the best uniforms oh. of all time. They look so good. But wait, did you see them coming the in Patriots, in their clothes? The Seahawks. No, the Seahawks. I didn't. The uh -uh. Seahawks have great uniforms. But yeah. My favorite part is watching them come in. They all had headphones on, and they're in their, you know, the Patriots all were decked out in their suits. Oh, wow. Tom Brady came in in such a... I've got to find out who the suit is. I'm sure Gazelle dressed him. But he had a checked blue and white shirt on with, I think, a black tie, and it was a black suit. He looked so hot. Oh, well, Tom Brady, hello. And then you have yeah. Russell Wilson on the Seahawks, and he came in. He was really stepping out. He had, like, a jacket and then a black scarf that was wrapped around him. And I mean, say he's, like, 5'10". He's not a super big guy. Oh, I didn't know that. He's a little guy. Yeah, they say they're. he and Tom Brady are both extremely smart, well, great for the, quarterbacks. It was just uh, the way that it ended. Uh, Pete Carroll's probably about ready to kill himself. He's the um, the uh, coach of the Quarter, uh, the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. And because they have this best running back, they everyone thought they were going to run the ball in. Oh, that, yeah, that guy. With the, yeah, he's so cool. Everyone. With the dark visor. Yeah. Oh, he, he looks like a Terminator guy. Yeah. This guy, they have film and on the running back there, of like, the Seahawks that he believe. basically has 10 people on his back and he's still running down the field. Right. Now, and why they didn't give it to him is probably because they thought that would be the obvious. Right. So they threw it, which is so, you know, you just never know when you throw it. But I can't believe they didn't throw it to him. Oh, I can't believe he didn't run it in. That's what they but wanted him to do, run it in. And they had to eat the clock up. Anyway, it was whatever ending. Here's my thing, and I'm so glad I'm here with you today because I thought of you during halftime with the Katy Perry show. I love Katy Perry. I loved it. I thought it was so great, and America, what, those people that didn't like it 
What do yeah, you want? Too bad. What do you want? I know I, I heard colorful. a lot of people saying that like, oh, it's like that movie, The Interview. We talked about this in last week's show, you know, where they go into the one that Sony didn't allow to, you know, come out. Now it's on on demand and on Direct TV. Right. But they the, didn't the movie, the, the movie, interview. The movie, the interview. Well, the whole song with this, you know, leader of North Korea. He, you know, his helicopter blows up to baby your firework. <laughs> so oh, that's right. <laughs> so they kept saying like, "Oh, it's just a big promo for the interview." But Katy Perry is so American and fresh and fun. And first of all, here my take on this is, she was up. She had energy. Yeah. She was colorful. It was like a Disney affair. It was young. It was current. It was hip. And because she's not showing a bosom or gyrating right. and doing all that, and her boobs not people were out like, and she's wearing modest costumes. Yeah, I thought this was just I so right on. I loved it. I loved it too, and I thought, and those sharks you would have loved with it. the beach balls. Oh, I'm going uh, that shark, that laughing shark. That's me for Halloween next year. It was adorable. That that and was, I of course love the beach ball boob top. I love that. Love that's going to be that. me for Halloween. Loved that. I thought she did an excellent job. And, you know, she didn't get that. Well, she did get great reviews, but there's been so many people that have said, well, you know, it just lacked energy. Oh, come on. And it just was so much hype before it that we really thought she was going to be dropped in by a helicopter. Oh, come on. Now, I do have to say. And Missy Elliott, she's badass, too. Oh, yeah. She was awesome. Um. It and just goes to show you that you know what, you know. Sorry, we don't. We only have one Bruce Springsteen in America. You know, well, there's no, only Bruno so many. Mars. Remember, he was he jamming. Was he did a great job. Yeah, he was great. And Mick Jagger when he Speaking did. Speaking of which, our website is up. Oh yes. So guess what? You can now listen to us, or write us, or check us out at the-girlfriends.com. Easy. Say yeah. it again. The-girlfriends.com. Easy. We try to keep it really, really simple. And, um, yeah, so please give us your feedback. Give us some show suggestions. And if you have any questions or if you have whatever it's concerning, you know that we're very open. If it's on love, politics, whatever, write it in, and we'll try to answer it on the air for you. Yeah, I'm so excited. You just remind me because I was just looking at our last year's episode. Oh, my episode God, that's taken us a year. Yeah, I cannot believe that I missed watching Super Bowl with you girls. Oh, I can't either. Fun. Did you like any of the commercials? Okay, the commercials. Oh, I feel so sorry for McDonald's. You know, I thought that was so dumb of a commercial. I know they're trying to, I know they're going under some hard times, and I think they've just fired their CEO and got a brand new CEO. What but was the commercial? It was about loving one another, and they're trying to do it, but it just it just didn't make it. I'm so sick of all this, like, you know, let's love one another, politically correct. They're, Come on, they I like, all the, kind of I had like it. the crazy old goofy Super Bowl commercials. I know. Were well, there any of Budweiser's, those? Budweiser's did their little dog thing, which was very Aww. good. Aww. And the dog, you know, the dog and the horse are best friends, the Clydesdale horse, and they're best friends, and the dog got lost, and the Clydesdale gets That's him a back. classic. That was a great one. Um, oh, I, I did see a replay of the one where the guy drops his Viagra. Yes, into the Fiat. <laughs> I thought that was like I thought that was really funny. I think it's funny, and I thought it was really clever. But apparently, a lot of parents got real down on that because there was a lot of questions from kids saying, "Mom, what is that?" And the parents feel, you know, what? Why should you should be opening doors to that? Okay, speaking of which, Auntie Shauna. But wait, what do you think about that? Uh, well, this is this is okay. to, to your topic. My youngest son is 10 years old, 
and he had to write a three-paragraph essay, and the topic was the uh, one-child policy in China. Okay? What? He's in fifth grade. What? So last night we're researching. The, I couldn't even write that. We're researching China's one-child policy, and you know, of course, it says like it had all it had all these families had more than one children. That studies estimate that China would have had a hundred million more people in their population, and that all these people have had abortions. And he's like, "What's an abortion?" I'm like, "Why do you assign a topic to a kid?" When you know you're going to start researching it, and I mean it, it's that yeah, word. And you is, have to answer it. That word is in every single site we went on to read about it. You know, and it's the same thing with the Viagra and the Cialis behind the you know home plate Everyone at the was Cubs saying, game. What was the what was the blue pill? What did that do? Well, well now you know you got to tell them because this is. I mean, I was absolutely stunned. This is what dad. This is what daddy had to do in order to make you, darling. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it did. It opened up a lot of doors with those. And that is why your name is yeah. Blue. But I, I still, I, I missed the Cindy Crawford Pepsi commercial where it was, she had the little Abner shorts oh, on. It was just kind of down was... home. I thought those were good. Um, so there weren't as many car commercials. Let me just think there was one that was, oh, there was a one that was really wonderful about dads. And I thought that was a really nice thing. And who was it? Doritos had one out that was okay. I don't think they had enough money because it was basically Doritos. <laughs> that, was, that was like it. Um, and it was interesting because they, they weren't as great as, you know, everyone watches, waits for the commercial. It was kind of a letdown. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what I heard, that it was just kind of like kumbaya. I'll tell you, Miller had a great one, remember? Miller had a great one when it was snowing out. Miller Light Beer. Or what happened to Bud Light? I didn't see any Bud Light out there. I think, well, I mean, the thing is you expect beer commercials to be like really great American girls with great bodies and bikinis. And, you know, this year they're just... If you're, no one remembers the beer commercials because they were all, you know, made, trying to make a point. It was a big weekend, though, at that Super Bowl. I'll tell you, now I know what's going to happen. They'll all be into the Patriots. Of course, it's given the Patriots a lot of press. Now they're all really going to deflect, dissect this whole thing with deflating the balls. Well, apparently only one ball was deflated. Nobody checks the balls with a, ga- a pressure oh, gauge it only or one? anything. Yeah, nobody checks the balls with a pressure gauge or anything before the balls go out, and nobody actually, you know, they just they like pick up the balls. The the quarterback will be like pick up the ball, and f- nobody like checks it with a gauge to you know make sure that it's preci- precisely you know twelve pounds of pressure or whatever. Well, every I know the public's really sick of hearing about it. But the other thing but- is, as my father pointed out to me, you know, with or without the deflated balls. They've creamed them time yes. after time after time. Yes. So, you know, go cry coolly, you know, because, you know, they still, the record stands for itself. Let's do a snap to Katy Perry, though. Yeah, I, thought, I love you, Katie. That was I awesome. I love you, too. You had color. You had fashion. You had pizzazz. You had fun. It was a good, all-American, great, great, great just entertainment. just amassing that kind of huge production number like that. Now, she did do Amazing. some lip sync. Oh, really? She did a few lip syncs and then it, her own, which I think is smart to do on something like that because if anything goes bad with your sound, she still sang, but it came in and out. 
Oh, okay. Where she lip synced. Speaking of lip singing, oh, I'm just... Mariah Carey's having big-time problems. What's going on? Well, this is another thing I want to segue into is divorced, uh, Christina right? Brown. <gasps> yeah, oh, so sad. But Christina Brown, Whitney Houston's daughter, was found face down in her bathtub, um, just like her mother. Her mother, Whitney Houston, uh, died of a drug over overdose uh, and was found in her bathtub in the Be- Beverly Hills Hotel. And Beverly actually, Hills Hilton. Beverly Hills Hilton, right? And it was. Uh, I think, Almost three I think years she died. Ago. Yeah, and yeah. I think she died on February 11th. I don't yeah. know. I might not be, but yeah, I think this right. whole time it's been three years ago. And Christina um, Brown has been having a really hard time getting through this. And she, I guess, some like movie that was not sanctioned by Whitney Houston's estate on her life just came out, like some kind of Lifetime movie or something. Right. And people were giving her a lot of, you know. As you know, she's had trouble with drugs, though. But you know what? You grow up in that family. I never saw the reality show that they did when she was a little girl. But, you know, you grow up in that kind of family. You know, this is, you know, drugs were part of her, you know, growing up and volatility. And, you know, that's, you know, unfortunately, she didn't break the cycle. So right now she is in the hospital. Bobby Brown. And yes. she's in a medically induced coma. I don't like you, Bobby Brown. And Not Bobby, Bobby Brown the cosmetics, because I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's but just get that clear. Bobby Brown, the father yeah, of Christina Brown, is there, and it doesn't she's look good to me. They've doesn't, got her in an induced coma. I, I, I feel like I there's going to be brain damage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so sad. It's so sad. And, you know, I feel so bad for the grandmother, because the grandmother didn't want her to get married to this man. How old is she? 21, 22, something yeah, like that? Yeah, she's a young 21, 22, and she was, like, side by side with her mom all the time. And, you know, ever since her mother died, it's just been one of those... It's really, it's tragic. It's so sad. It's so tragic. I mean, well, let's pray for her, but like you said, I don't let's think pray for her. the and, life of... And the yeah. message out there for the young teenagers is, you know, once a druggie, always a druggie. You can't, you've got to just contain yourself and stop i wonder if this was more if this was like a suicidal thing i don't know i think it was don't do drugs and like take a bath that's my (laughs) other thing you know just make a that's right note to self if you're gonna get really fucked up don't take a bubble bath and you know minus the shower at that point too (laughs) just go to bed dirty just yeah Be a dirty girl. Be a dirty, high, happy girl. Yeah, so that's kind of sad. But the other thing that as this was happening, Mariah Carey had some things out. She was in Jamaica, and she is just whacked out, um, unstable on stage, and forgetting her words to her songs, and actually just standing there with this Chester Cat smile on her face. So, I mean, this has been like her third or fourth concert that right. she's done this. But how, and I've heard that, that she and Nick Cannon are divorced and that it's been really, really, really hard for It's her. been a, a terrible thing for her. And that he was a real rock for her. But, you know, I thought he was a really great guy. I think he is a really great guy. I love Nick Cannon. But how, I mean, I don't know, what happens to these, you know... It's just sad. It's just, it's very sad. It's really sad, and it's just, you know, hopefully Mariah can get some help out there and get things together, and, you know, we're, our prayers are out for Bobby Brown, I mean, Christina Brown, and her family. For them to go through this again three years later, 
Ugh. really tragic. Anyway, so that's what was happening over here. Mitt's not running. I was a little yeah, bummed about Yeah, what that. happened? Mitt Romney is not running. I think the Bush camp had a little talk with him and said, you're just going to have to take one for the team because now Jeb's going to run. For sure, sure? For, I think so, for sure, sure. And I, I think that, you know, this is the year of the Republican, 2015. It's about time. Oh, gosh. It's got to be. Here I'm driving. Don't listen to the radio about the poor Jordan man that got was... <gasps> they burned him alive. They burned Today. the Jordanian alive in... I don't know, Iman, something like that. I think it is in Yemen. Yeah, but this is another one of those ISIL, you know, uh, terrorist... Yes, in Yemen. They put him in an orange suit in a cage and they lit him on fire. And apparently they're let going of... Uh, they videotaped, not video, they only videotaped it and voice taped it. Oh my gosh. So they're sending that out. And don't listen to it because I, I just heard world. it on the radio. And oh, it's, you did. It's, it's really gruesome. It's yeah. very disturbing. I know they're not putting it on TV, so yeah. No, but the other thing that I was reading that was really disturbing to me, considering our kids, your Blake is at college right now, is all this college stuff that's going on with these rapes on campus. Hate to be a Debbie Downer and a Nancy No No, but I mean it's happening and it's happening everywhere. And the everywhere. girl, the one girl was unconscious and the guy was raping her. And guys saw her get raped and they held the guy back so they know who that rapist was. Well, I, a lot know, of raping going on. There was a big article in uh, the New York Times this weekend. I guess Dartmouth is you know prohibiting alcohol from campus mm. now here's the thing That's you right. know these kids yeah they're they're t under 21 and you know alcohol is illegal anyway but they're saying that if hard alcohol is not to be found anywhere that they're hoping that if it's beer and wine or whatever that it won't you know these kids won't have these violent tendencies because that's what's happening. These kids are drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking. And, you know, like the, that last case where the, you know, the guy was taking pictures of this and all of that. He says, you know, these kids don't even remember what happened because they were so, you know, Well, drunk. you don't. You don't remember what happens if you're mixing all that stuff, gin, vodka, bourbon, whiskey. But, I mean, we, we drank, you know, in college, but not like, I mean, what's going on? I don't know, but wait. Well, how would how how would they a campus be able to do that? Uh, because they won't allow alcohol on campus. Oh, period. Period. And apparently, other schools have this policy now as well. Uh, but yeah, there will be no alcohol. Just and I think it's a good start. You can see why girls don't want to be cheerleaders anymore, that's for sure. <laughs> and you can see why everyone's applying to University of Colorado and all the all the Colorado schools. They really are. I Their can, admissions have been just boomed. I can kind of tell you just from, you know, being over 50 and visiting Colorado. Um, yeah, tell me. I bet. I have to say that uh, I see, I can understand the uh, allure of it. There's... Um, there's a place in uh, in Aspen that, that is like a high-end, you know, marijuana apothecary oh, of course, kind of, of place. Of course you would go to the Couture marijuana place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's called Silver Peak, and it's tricked out. Like, it's so beautiful. 
and it's like an education just going in there because for me I'm like I don't understand the whole you know I've never been into pot because I've, I'm too so vain. what does it look like I inside? never wanted to be you know get like you know start with the vegetable bin and then scrape ice off the freezer for ketchup snow cones after smoking pot <laughs> Ooh. just didn't want to be fat but um, you go in and it's very clean and modern and all kind of like this you know walnut and you know way gay like kind of African wood and all very sleek uh, glass and um, everybody's very educated on you know all the different types and what they do and um, there's beverages there's oil that you can you know if you have I, uh, because I have a bad ankle and my doctor there said you really should go and get um, the cream because it really will take the pain out of your mm-hmm. ankle and they were sold out of it, so I didn't get it. But, um, you know, it's, I mean, cookies and, you know, it's in you know, everything. But then there's, like, different kinds and different hybrids. But are you and, buying marijuana in a bag? Are you buying it rolled up like a cigarette? Or if you're in there buying marijuana? Well, now the thing that people do is they vaporize it so that you don't ingest the smoke so that your lungs aren't being hurt by it. And the vaporizer things don't emit ascent either so there's no so okay. how are you doing you're like breathing there were, in like there were two guys standing behind us it's actually night live that both right and nobody knows because if unless you see somebody you know you're you can't it's like, it looks like a pen wait so you have to explain that so you're you're vaporizing it so, so it's you, all it's a, like a pen that has it all in there are you lighting it no it's electronic it's like an electric cigarette Oh, my God. It's crazy. And it's marijuana? Yeah. But how are you not ingesting it? it's not smoke. It's vapor. Oh, it's vapor. Yeah. It's wild. And I will tell you, and obviously the principal reason for having these marijuana things are for people that have, you know, aches, pains, injuries, uh, you know, are going through chemo and radiation. And um, I'm going to put this website up on the on the uh, on our on our website yeah, girlfriendscom because if you read about the different hybrids and where they come from it's like learning about agriculture it's like wine it's you know there's different types for any ailment that you have and um, so I think this whole marijuana thing is an interesting study because people aren't violent when they smoke marijuana obviously as they are when they are drinking right um, or doing you know, drugs. Right. And you, you know, I, I still worry that, you know, people are driving, you know, having smoke. I mean, there's so a now whole what, responsibility what is the, thing. What is the law there? If, but for so, people who are ill and who really need, you know, pain relief, it is, a, it is a godsend. It really is. It's an amazing thing. So did you sleep there? Because I'm sure you were just like, wow, oh, you got this, you got that for being fat, for being happy, for being moody. Let's they have do this everything. I know. I'm like, hold on. I, well, I did ask, do you, you know, what's the mind blowing sex one? Because I did read from their website, like there, there was one for mind blowing sex. And, um, you know, the, the guy who was probably 22 years old was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, Laughing like I've done it, or no, uh, laughing what are you like, gonna do with it? What are you gonna do with it? <laughs> no, yeah, I swear. <laughs> okay, but as I'm saying, are they is any sold no. in cigarette form? They don't do that anymore, so nobody does that. 
So it's not sold in joint form? No, nobody does it anymore. I mean, I suppose so you could if you wanted to. Well, how are you buying it then? You buy it raw. You buy it, and, and then they put it in like a, a really cool bag. It's like silver on the back and clear, and it has a big fat zipper thing to make oh, so it airtight. Okay, so you buy it like that, and then and then, then you, you put it either in a pipe or you put it in a vapor. They have or, these little grinder things, and you grind it, and you put it in your little vapor thing. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Or I you put go. it in your brownies, or you put it in your... But I get, I mean, the guy that... Um, picks me up in Vail all the time. He started a, a marijuana po- a tour thing. And, you know... Great idea. Yeah, and the gal, what's her name from, uh, who started the Skinny Margarita thing? Bethany. Yeah, she's... Frankel. She's going to be doing a line of Skinny Pot. She is? So, yeah, she was there when I was there checking out, like, different, you know, people who grow it and stuff like that. Uh, because there is one for, like, that simulates, like, you know, like you said, there's one that's like for happy, for thin, for well. This is what got um, it all. I was listening to um, on Sirius. There was uh, in Colorado. It was in Boulder, Colorado, though. A CEO that left her job, and she is now running one of these oh apothecary you, stores. When you check it out, Sean, I know this sounds to a lot of our girlfriends out there like, okay, Whitney's lost her freaking marbles. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yeah. When you check it out, though, I mean, you get it. You understand it because it, it really, it's logical. Well, they had, she was on this talk show and they asked her, you know, how do you explain this to your 13-year-old that you're running the biggest and largest pot factory, basically, in Colorado? she's doing it ethically. She's and doing she said, it cleanly. She's doing that's it exactly. with integrity, I would assume. And she said, if you would walk through our warehouses, we have the same protocol and the same problems that a meat factory would have. Yep. We have temperature control. We have cleanliness control. We have getting and securing and um, storing the finest marijuana we can get our hands on. Right. You this whole thing want, about what sunshine does to it. Like that, you know, mm-hmm. if it's grown with clean water and air and sunshine and you know, it's it, it. I mean, it's a complicated process, and that's what she was. And it's a multi, multi, multi-million dollar business. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be. It's predicted to be super huge. Huge. Maybe we should open one. Well, I think it's. We do have a friend who. Has, what is it? Puff and go. <laughs> stop and puff I don't and know. stuff. <laughs> like HR puff and stuff. But she said we have people that come in, and we'll say. You know, whether it's for ailments or whether it's for anxiety or whether it's for sex or whether it's for, you know, panic attacks, um, that it's really been helpful. Yeah. And 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 you got your other pleasure seekers that, you know, like your, well, maybe not like yourself, you did it for your ankle or whatever, but just want to go in and want to have a good time. And yeah. And you know what? If, you know, that's your choice instead of drinking. Okay. I'm with it. I get it. You know, you're not allowed to do it outside. You can't do it in public. That's, People do, though, I'm sure, with these, the vapor. I, they'd sneak it, but you can't, you know, right. unless you catch, you know, unless you happen right. to see someone. But it's not, you know, legal to do it in public. And, uh, you know, when you read about it, you go, uh, I get it. Okay? I do get it. And it's not, a, it's not an easy business, as this woman was saying, to run. Because you have to have a lot of storage space. Oh, I mean, you yeah. have to have a warehouse. I guess when you live in Colorado, you're allowed to grow your own plants. Like, you can have three plants or something. 
And so I think, oh gosh, we've got so many friends, Shauna, who live in Colorado. Mm-hmm. How come they're not growing plants? The reason is because you can anybody can grow a plant the way these people are growing. I mean, they're growing like uber plants. Like they're making, of course, go big or go home. Yeah, they're, they're, you, know, you know why not? Yeah, they're creating like you know hybrid specimens of excellence. Well, this maybe stuff. this is the way to go. I know that the state of Illinois is it's right legal, on board they, now. But they, Our governor has said. Well, they're the, going to do for the medical and it does make a, it medically makes a huge difference in medical costs they found that already to be true but i think that you know the, uh, the one governor who's transitioning to the other governor just kind of said oh this is kind of a hot potato i'm going to drop it and so now the new government new government governor left it up to him to decide what he's going to do with it but people have licenses to open and I don't know about it in Chicago. I, I wouldn't want to own one of these places in Chicago. I'd have to have like bulletproof glass bubble that moved with, around with me. We with can me do that. We yeah. can do. <laughs> we can make that happen. Another thing that I think you're listening to the girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. This is something that blows my mind. I just want to. I hate to interrupt you. Before no, you go ahead. Away, but you can also listen to us on the-girlfriends.com. That's right. The dash girlfriends.com we are so excited about our website it can only get better and better yay um i read that bruce jenner (gasps) is coming out he will soon announce that he is transforming himself into a woman and he has documented each and one of his um steps really on transforming into the the woman and it'll be sooner or later will be a documentary and I, don't, I didn't know if they said at the end of this year or the end of this month I don't know I, but, I saw today that he's supposed to be interviewed by Diane Sawyer he's agreed to that and that he indeed has had these feminine always like dressed in women's clothes in private and stuff and that he is transitioning to become a woman yeah so must have been those super short shorts well, in the seventies and eighties. You know, I I, I think <laughs> that was happening though. My husband wore those. I know everybody did. Yeah, but I think what what, what the the I, I think it's because Bruce Jenner was an Olympian that it's kind of like whoa because you know you well, yeah. Think, but you think of Olympians as being really manly and really masculine and. I, I think that's really if you just heard of Joe Smith transforming into a woman, it wouldn't be as. Well, the the thing is, you know, my heart goes out to these families who have to deal with this, and they seem to be surrounding him with love and support, all except for his ex-wife. Chris, I guess, has been very, like, against it and upset about it. Sure, because she's going to... He's going to make a hell of a lot of money with this documentary, and she's not going to get a cut from it, probably. (laughs) Well, also, I mean, let's just face it. I mean, she probably deep down inside knows. Well, yeah. You do know. I I mean, I'm sure she did know. You know, when you're waking up and your husband has a pair of high heels on. Yeah, he's wearing your bra. You're like, hey, hey. In the closet. What's up with that? (laughs) But it'll be interesting to see. and. It, not really, because I don't think he's going to make the best-looking chick I've ever seen. I don't know. I don't know. He is no Jackie Kennedy. And then, <laughs> and I hope throw that you, out there. And I hope what you say is right. I hope what you say that it, you know, he's probably always had this in him because then I find it more. Accepting. No one's going to like have their dick cut off because they want money because they're going to get attention for it. That would just be sick. Is he doing that? Well, I, I mean, I would assume so. 
Yeah. I mean, I would. He, he's going to well, become a woman, right? Well, I don't know if he's doing all of that. Okay. Well, he had his Adam's apple shaved. Okay. He had a boob job. Okay. He's been doing skin resurfacing and getting acrylic nails. I don't know. Maybe oh, getting your yeah. dick cut off isn't the no, next really logical step. <laughs> did you know something? I did not know this, but every baby that is born yeah. as an embryo has a uterus. That's right. I didn't know that. Well, every baby, well, it's... That has a uterus a, for... A an, boy starts out as a girl and then it drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That either goes up into you and you have the girl. It's really sad. Or it goes You're listening out. to Catholic Girl Radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, are we dumb. Where's my clitoris? <laughs> oh, right. I left it. I left it at Neiman's. Damn it. Hmm, not a bad place to leave it, though. I didn't know I had one. <laughs> we are the worst. We are the worst. Well, I didn't know that. That no, is so it just, bad. Age, I know. It's, it's kind of pathetic. It's just, I know. Well, so I, okay, then another thing that I have to say that I was on the, I've been listening to these, I've been driving a lot, so that's been the whole key to it, and I've been waiting for my kids, but um, I've been listening to this talk show, and there was a mother on, and she was calling Dr. Laura, and she was really upset because... The mother, how can I explain this and explain this easily? Her, <laughs> she has a child that's uh, 12. The the little girl, 12-year-old, let's call her Amy. Amy goes over to her girlfriend's house. And her girlfriend's mother tells her about oral sex, about um, all this stuff. It was just really, really weird. And... The other mother is furious, of well, course. Yes, they're hanging out, having like a tuna sandwich, and the yeah. mom just starts like, who wants to know wait, what a blowjob is? Wait, wait, yeah. <laughs> or, did the, or did the mother tell the, her daughter, and the daughter told the friend? No, the mother told... They're just sitting around having a Coke. Yeah, they're having a Coke, and they're sitting around, but wait, how, you know was, what 69 how was the subject brought up? Wait, the subject was brought up by... Bill Clinton. No. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Um, it was brought up by, it, let's just say, for instance, it would be brought up by the Super Bowl commercial Viagra. Okay. It, it, it was it trans- an innocuous kind of innocent. But it, kind of once way. again, it's more, it's more information that this little girl needed to right. hear about on a sleepover. And not for, from her own mother. Exactly. Like her own mother was going to talk about it ever. I don't know. But okay. That's right. Her mom, her mom might like, not... Like, I would right. never talk about the, you know, one-child policy in China. That would not be a topic in my home. <laughs> Thank you, progressive school Actually, system. I know. Well, huh. yeah. got to go with it. Yeah. Then you'd be mad and say, why wasn't my child informed about that one-child policy in right. China? exactly. But here's the thing. The same thing happens all the time where kids, boys, you know, find out about stuff from their friends and kids find out about stuff from their friends. If they're told in a, in a way that... It was told by the mother. Okay, but I'm like, oh, if did she tell her like in a good way? Because then I don't have to deal with it. It kind of no, takes but, it off my plate. I'm kind of okay with that. But you're okay with that, but would you be okay with... No, I wouldn't be okay with it at all. That's something that comes from your mom or dad that does not come from a neighbor. Okay, but who's to say that the mom or dad was ever going to talk about blowjobs with Amy? Well, we don't know, but the 12-year-old obviously didn't know about the blowjob. Okay, well, so her mom might have been, you know... Maybe there was a little, maybe, I'm saying if I was Amy's mom, I'd be like, that's good. Now I don't have to deal with that. 
See, I disagree. Amy's <laughs> Amy's mom is she's coming. Amy's coming home and say, "Mom, I just heard about a blowjob," and you know, and I'd be as Amy's mom, I'd be like, "Wow, big day." <laughs> I mean, if it, if it was misinformation, then you would have, or if there were visuals involved, see, you would have wanted those sharks me. and Katy Perry to have like little penises coming out, right. little flipper arms I wanted and to boobs, be anatomical. <laughs> yes, anatomically correct. I don't know, but that I mean, were there visuals involved, or like were no, there, like, there wasn't visuals involved. However, the mother apparently was rubbing the little girl's arm, and they felt that that was inappropriate. And little Amy came home, not like, "Hey, I just heard a blowjob, mom." You know, she was Mrs. So and So, Mrs. Smith. By it. You know, was telling me about oral sex and this, and she was rubbing my arm. Now that's inappropriate. Okay, it is so hard to be a parent. It's really. <laughs> Parenting is the tough job I've ever had. I mean, you were just on pins and needles the whole time. You don't know what to say. No. I guess when other kids are over. My dad blew up one of those medical hands and <laughs> said, this is like a rubber. <laughs> That's cool. Then took a banana. Yeah, and took a banana. My parents and... gave me a stack of books, and they were like, yeah, go figure it out. Mm. And then my brother. Obviously, I never did. My brother was with a record. They'd say, shut the door. No one else can come in. And my mom and dad sat there. Now, Scott, listen to the record. That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. I and mean, that's, I mean, back in the day, that's pretty amazing. Like, think about and it. And now, really, basically, the school does everything. You know, school. it's like 1960. Here's a record. Here's the Beatles, Scott, and here's Dr. So-and-so yeah. talking about your pecker. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I hate that word. Now, if Shelly were here, I know she would we'd be, be dead already. So mad at we us. We would have been dead ten times over already. She would have been really, <laughs> really upset. Anyway, so that I thought was really interesting. I'm listening to Dr. Laura Schlesinger just because I, I listen to her. I know she's kind of tough, but I'll tell you, she's right. She gets these people on, and she can tell if she's listening to a real weirdo or someone that's like really in depression. She's really good. I wish I was that good, but so that's what I was doing this weekend. Wow. Yeah. Listening wow. to a lot of radio and carpooling. A and lot of radio. I was just wondering if Amy, that little girl's mother, was telling just her the right to... way to give the blowjob. Well, that's what I'm thinking, too. <laughs> like, if it's misinformation, I got a problem. Yeah. But if it was good information, I'm like, thank you. No, I don't have to do that. Well, it's, oh, you're always finding the silver lining. I don't know. A bunch of the hockey moms and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago at one of our weekend tournaments. Moms Against Humanity tournaments. And, you know, we were talking about how all these boys know about, you know, sex now. And not from any of us. <laughs> they just, they, they all kind of know. And, you know, they get it in school. And I'm sitting there, oh, yeah, we were at, like, Twisted Kilt or something. Some weird, you know, where the da- some, some hockey dad was like, let's go to Twisted Kilt. So I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be like TJI Fridays. Yeah. And then, like, these waitresses with, like, padded Victoria's Secret plaid bras and really? tiny little kilts. Like hotties. Like little hotties. Hooters. And all, you know, it was like, we, no, Hooters is more conservative than Twisted Kilt. Hooters, at least they're wearing a t-shirt, okay? Wow. These girls are wearing padded, and you got a table full of 10-year-old boys. Oh you know, my God, Boner City. And they're just like, you know, <laughs> I'll have the chicken fingers, <laughs> so, no buffalo sauce. Is that Okay. What? Now, why would the dad do that? I, I see. Again, I, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. 
like, hey, maybe he didn't know. Maybe it's hard to find a place to, he eat, knew. to, to bring 23 people to lunch. I don't know. But, um, you know, I'm sitting there with these two fifth grade girls who are like sisters of the boys. So the boys are all sitting at one long kind of community table and all the moms and sisters are sitting at another one and the dads are sitting at another one. And these fifth grade girls are just like, they're totally open and like, it's a whole different world than what we grew up with. Wow. You know, they're talking about periods and I mean, I remember like the film wow. strip and you know, they bring out the pad that looks like, you know, mm. I mean, it was just traumatizing. Red River Boat. Yeah, it was traumatizing. <laughs> now these girls are like, yeah, and you know, I'm like, oh my God, that's so great that you girls are I mean, it's oh, I'm sure you got in on the conversation. Yeah, rah, good. <laughs> well, no, now, I mean, next week we'll be doing blowjobs. No, That's I was good. I was shocked, but you know what? These girls know more than we do. I mean, it's, it, it's, a, it's Well, amazing. it is a good awareness. I do think that. And I think we're living in a very open, open factual, factual, and you have to be, we're living in aware, in quotation, society. You have to be aware of yourself. You have to be aware of your other people around you and your surroundings. It was interesting because I was driving with my daughter, Meredith, who's just about ready to get her driver's license. She needs a lot more practice. (laughs) But um, I was telling her the same thing. I was like, Meredith, you're braking too fast. She's like, Mom, but I'm braking. I'm stopping. I said, yeah, but the guy behind you. You're not only thinking about your yourself in That's this right, car right. and stopping before, but you got to think about this guy behind you, and you also at these stop signs got to side. And even though you have a green, or let, like let's let's just say it's a stop sign, you have to look because you might have that one AHer that's going to blow That's that right. stop sign. That's right. Which would be absolutely crazy. Oh, by the way, it's terrifying though. Your kids getting their driver's license, it, it's just a terrifying time. Oh. You know, letting them in that car alone and just, it's just terrifying. You know what's interesting? None of my kids really want to drive. Well, for us, it we're was a living huge in rite a of hole. passage, right? When we were kids, like, you couldn't wait to get your license. It was like the symbol of freedom. Now the kids are like, yeah, I'll call Uber. I mean, they don't, it's a whole They don't want to drive in the city. And I don't blame them. I can't find parking. Right. It's too expensive. You get tickets. Yeah. You're going around, you know, in snow drifts. You got to go out and, you it's know. Too, and it's just, it's not, it's not worth it. Speaking of Uber, poor Uber, there's Google is coming out with a new company. Oh, really? Supposedly, and Google had Uber. Google, it's a Google. <laughs> it's for it's for women over fifty. It's a really hot guy yeah. is driving the car, and you have to be a Kruger in order to go with the Kruger. <laughs> They're gonna do a. Um, I'm in. Yeah, Google. No Uber is having some competition. Google is supposedly coming out with a same type of a company. Wow. That's going to be a driving company. Well, and Uber has been have under kind of the monopoly in the world of this whole concept. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good to have a little competition. Mm-hmm. And I hear that now if you um, there's some states that if you paint have your car painted yellow and the cities will pay for it, you can also be a taxi. So like in New York, um, for some, it, I, I couldn't get a taxi. It's the last thing I'd want to be as a taxi. <laughs> no, not me personally, but your car. So these Uber drivers that drive these black cars, New York saying, look, you paint your, Wait. we'll give you money to paint your car yellow, and you can be a taxi cab. You can pick up people that are just standing on the street waving a cab also, which is a good thing. 
So they can drive for Uber. Okay. Oh, they drive for Uber and also and can do can, independent driving. And they can also do independent driving as a taxi driver for people that are waving their hand to get a cab. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I would just do that. I'd do my car yellow and just do it on the <laughs> sideline, picking up more cash. And you'd have yours done like <laughs> cougar spots. No, but wouldn't you? I mean, why wouldn't everybody do that? They oh, don't they... want to drive a yellow car? No. I don't know. That was the first thing I thought of. Ew. Like, why would I want to take that black Lincoln or that black... No, Cadillac like Escalade. Well, you left yellow. here. I thought that was a limo. A, he, that was a cougar situation. Yeah. That guy was cute, and he had, He was yeah. really cute, and yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I thought we kept you from no, that missing was, your no, flight. No, that was Uber. That was nice. My Uber drivers don't look like it that. It was the nicest they one They look I've like had. Uber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Well, you know, we've got uh, 50 Shades of Grey coming up. I know. Well, we're going to have to do something. I don't know, 50 shades of selfies or yeah. 50 different gray shades of black and white selfies. That's coming up, and I hope that didn't get too much hype beforehand. I think some things get too hyped up, and then you go in for disappointment. Well, it's a 60-minute movie, and there's only 20 minutes of actual sex in it. So. Wait, it's a 60-minute movie? Or 100, oh, it's got to be more than 60. minutes an hour. or something. Right. Blind. Very good, Sean. 127-minute <laughs> movie, and That's, yeah. there's only 20 minutes of actual well, and the Benoit ball scene is not in it. Oh, it's not? Yeah, I, didn't, I okay, wondered well, how they were going to pull that off, speaking of beach balls. I wondered how they were going to pull that off. Oh, I forgot about the Benoit balls. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, if you haven't, listeners, if you haven't gotten any of those, go out to your... <laughs> That's a great Valentine's Day present. It's not ice cubes. Ask your, ask your uh, local sex store about that. Anyway, that's right. Valentine's Day is coming up. It's February 14th, and it will be the opening of um, Fifty Shades of Grey. And um, there's a lot of other things that are, are movies that are coming out. I think we're in a really good movie streak. Yeah, yeah. But anywho, we're listening to the webtalkradio.net. We're the girlfriends. Whitney Lasky, Shauna Montgomery, Shelley MacArthur is not here with us today, and we wish all of you a terrific week. And we'll uh, catch us on the-girlfriends.com. That's right. See you. Bye.